Now entering Nerdist.com. I wish we had Missy been more. McFly, flying so high. <laughs> I wish we had been more. flying ain't no peeping Tom. Like <laughs> He's British for no reason. Let's push your face it this way, and then. My name's George McFly. Oh, yeah, what? Uh, I stopped my dad from meeting my mom. So, for the podcast uh, <laughs> listeners, uh, Donald Glover is our guest hey. today, hey. and we are at the Bumbershoot Festival in Seattle. And the room that they put us in is clearly some sort of it's some kind of Glee Club audition space. Yeah, Black so Nativity. They're, they're casting Black, Black Nativity, <laughs> which um, well, I will leave you guys to. Oh wow! It's oh. a doctor in spite of himself. Oh, that is. No, I, that's not I, so I feel as though it's a body doctor. Maybe <laughs> it is a, it's it's a body. Weird is that like it just he looks so lecherous? Yes, exactly. Black <laughs> <laughs> Nativity is right here. <laughs> he really, he's always wanted to be a uh, molester, but he's just a doctor. He's in spite just a of doctor. Himself. So, yeah, damn he, it. Every time he tries to molest, he's his skills are so yeah. geared towards doctoring. Yeah. He can't yeah. do anything but it. <laughs> I'm gonna take your temperature. Oh, I'm just gonna save your life. Oh, in oh, spite oh my of god, you, you have cancer. I'm sorry. <laughs> he, every time he wants to do something lecherous, it's like oh, I was about to molest you. Let me feel those breasts. Oh, oh my god. Oh, door. You oh, probably shouldn't eat that. Damn it! I can't do. This. Are you ready for that's your Christmas nine. chocolate? <laughs> Get the insulin. <laughs> you guys were when we when Donald and I came in. Uh, you were not opening the door, and Matthew shows up at the door outside. Out of breath. At, we're banging. <laughs> out of breath, drenched in sweat. We hear the piano playing, and Matt says, very, very matter-of-factly, sorry, guys, we were just uh, writing a Back to the Future musical. It's true. And they actually were. We, were. we weren't lying. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was, it was, it was like a, from the Back to the Future um, musical in the per, from the perspective of Mayor Goldie Wilson. Yeah. It's more, yeah, <laughs> it's more about his struggle <laughs> starting as it a was, guy that cleaned up. Uh, it was about time. I like that. Running for re-election in 1985. Yeah. Every once in a while. Like you just hear like little pips of like what, the, the, the way more interesting thing of time travel in this guy's life, which is really awesome. That's fantastic. That's a great idea. That's a great should, idea. I, we should start the Twitter hashtag uh, Donald Glover for Mayor Goldie Wilson. <laughs> oh my God! All these guys. songs, like he has like a wife who like is struggling and all this stuff, and then every once in a while, it's like, oh, that clock tower got struck by lightning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or, or he or he kind of starts to catch on that there's been some kind of weird time travel thing, yeah. and yeah. and like. But he has to hush it up because everyone's going to think he's crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he's, it's just his constant struggle. With, it's you this know, weird political thing. I can't thing. tell them yeah. what I've seen. Yeah. yeah. They think I'm crazy. The first black mayor is insane. Like, <laughs> but yeah. someone from the future told me I'd be mayor. <laughs> 1985, he's like, is that Calvin Klein? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Marty. <laughs> oh, fuck. Shake out of it, Goldie. Shake out of it. He's hitting himself. 
Yep, that's right. And then if, if there's a if there's a if there's a chase through the town square again, he's like, "This looks very familiar to me." <laughs> it's just goes. I, I wish you guys would do that. I hope yeah, you do the, the Mayor Goldie Wilson uh, Back to the Future musical. Yeah, we could do that. Uh, but what we did figure out is how easy it is to write musicals. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. I don't even know. I don't know how to play piano. I just put my fingers in spots until it sounded okay, and then just followed them up. And I, I think that's pretty much how they're written. I think that's pretty much how they're written. It's Washboard and the Coconuts. Yeah. They have a whole thing over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Coconuts, fun. very popular percussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. Donald and, and Chris could leave us, we'd like yeah. to get back to <laughs> You'll have more important things than Bumber Shoot this year. Musicals. Donald Glover, thank you so much for taking time to come chat with us. I know the Bumper Shoot's been fun, but our schedules have been so packed. Yes. How have your shows been going so far? Pretty good. See, Seattle's been very good to me, except for walking here. That was the one. I mean, Seattle. You walk from was, LA? That is crazy. I, I know. I'm. And boy, are my tired. What, how Let me tell you something. Donald Glover is in phenomenal shape. You can see it. You can see it. He's see in it. phenomenal shape. And my, my muscles are ripping. I like clothes. to sit next to him as contrast. <laughs> I, and we have to just push you guys together to meet in the middle somewhere. Then I would be for him. <laughs> <laughs> Jonah's a little Glover, well, a little Myra. Yeah. Uh, it's been great. Seattle's been great, but I almost, I almost got jumped today, or, what? or, be, what? or killed. I don't know. Me and Chelsea in Seattle. In Seattle, I know. That's why we were crazy. We were going like, this is not. We, this can't be real. We literally were. We were walking down the street here because um, I was like, oh, I need to leave early because I'm doing the podcast, and we we're walking here, and um, I had. Um, I had this. I had this red hoodie. I'm wearing a red hoodie on, mm-hmm. and I had a leather jacket over it. And I had my hood up because it was raining. And I'm walk, we walk past this dude, and uh, he goes, "Hey, essay." Whoa! And I'm like, "What? What is that?" And I knew he was trouble because he was kind of like seemed kind of drunk. And so he's like, "Hey, essay." And I was like, "No." You know, kind of you know that weird thing when you kind of turn, but you're still walking because you don't know. And he goes, "What up, folk?" Now, do you Ooh. know what that means? Does anybody here know what is, that means? Is that some sort of a code? It's a code. It's a code. It's a gang code, which is like, you know, if your family, you know, if like he was a blood, oh. he would say, what up, fam? Oh. But he was a crypt. Okay. So he said, what up, folk? Okay. And, he, and I was like, oh, and, and I know what you're supposed to say is I'm not, aff- you're supposed to say not affiliated. You're right. supposed to. Right. But I didn't even want to give him the idea that I knew what he was talking about. Right. I didn't even want him to give him that. So I turn and I say the most dramatic thing you can say, which is, I'm not from anywhere. <laughs> which, is, which is a whole third a whole musical gang yeah. in the streets and they all come out like, snapping. Kind of, He's real. I'm, no, we're man. <laughs> I literally was like, I'm from nowhere. Like, like, and, and was he was, like, oh, no, he would not give up. He was like, just stop. Did I want to talk to you? I was like, Mm-mm. like me oh and my God. he he followed us for a good like two blocks. Are you sure it wasn't some trust fund hippie kid <laughs> trying to do a scene? You think so? Like, I was so surprised. I was like, Seattle, Seattle. Has, it's, I was literally has we any, were talking about. We we're like, there's no crime. It can't be. Everybody's yeah. so happy. And has any organic. good conversation ever started? Hey, essay. <laughs> hey, that's hey, nice yes, dance. I want to give you my car. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's yes, ever say. happened. You had a really good show last night. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Thank Maybe you. if you're a, t- a famed teacher, Jaime Escalante. Yes. Ah, yes. But other than that, good. if you're ready to stand and deliver, then yes. If wait, not, yeah. wait, great. Otherwise, no. Otherwise, no. Yeah, yeah I'm surprised. Jaime Escalante, part of my favorite uh, uh, mural in Los Angeles. 
on Third and Alvarado. I've it's, always wondered yes. what your favorite mural With was. Donald and I earlier were like, what do you think Jonah's favorite mural is? There's a lot of choices because everyone knows. Is it that one of the whale on Venice Boulevard? No, no, that's not a good close though. mural. No, it's it's uh it's um Edward James almost dressed exactly like Jaime Escalante with his arm around Jaime Escalante. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. all right. I know yeah, it. Like I a, always pass it. It's on I love six. that. It's on it's six. Yeah. six. Yeah, for yeah, those six of you in home, um, it's yeah, in Los Angeles. Don't worry about it. For, for those of you listening to the Nerdist podcast, and like, I'm going to put geography pins in every place they mention, and someday I'm going to visit all of those places. <laughs> it's right across the street from the 99 cent store. Yes, it's, don't it's go over six there. Our listeners will get killed. Wait, wait, watch. I can I can do this in their terms. Google Maps, six in Alvarado. Enjoy yourself. Wow. Is it six in Alvarado? It? It's round. It's around there. It's right next to the park. It's oh, right. right. It's right on the park. Okay. I pass it uh, every park, day to get uh, home. Famous, famous park because it's uh, from Echo the, Park. No, it's not Echo oh, Park. Oh, sorry. It's um. Uh, I'm just. I can only think of the Weird Al parody song, Jurassic Park, MacArthur Park. Oh my God! MacArthur Park. I come up things a lot, a lot that way too. Like, like if I hear "Dan and and and," I was like, "Guys, listening to Eat It." Yeah, exactly. No, usually I'm. No, I only. I only really when pop songs come on, I'll only know the Weird Al lyrics. I can never remember the real. I'll never forget. There was this. There was this barista at the Starbucks that I used to go to a lot, and I. So mad that word is in our culture. I'm sorry. I had left my iPod on the table. And it was playing. I'd gone to go like get milk or something like that, and I'd he had gone. A, he'd done a swing by and looked at my iPod, and I was listening to Weird Al, and he shook his head and walked away. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. That guy was fucking wrong, man. He was. He was. That guy was wrong. No, he's yeah. never going to be invited. That guy's. I mean, Weird Al Yankovic. He's. Alleged, I mean, great. like he's he's yeah. legit great because like there's very few things that like you will be great forever as far as it's like every like if you go to a 12 year old right now and yeah. say. What's the funniest song ever? They'll probably say a Weird Al Yankovic. He's cornered oh, that market. Like, yeah, yeah, he's cornered that market. No one right else behind, can do that. I went to the show down in Orange County, and there was a kid behind me going crazy, and he was like nine. Yeah. and it's funny because like um, it's like a, I like he would be kind of quiet during like Eat It and all the kind of songs that yeah. you know I grew up on, and then when the you know, White and White Nerdy, Nerdy came on or some song. I was like, uh, oh, well, this must be one of his uh, originals. And it's not. It's like, no. it's a parody. And this kid knew everything about it. Yeah. Like, wow. It's like, he, he and it spans also, generation gaps. It also opens that door for comedy geeks. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just yeah. like, that's the yeah. first thing you're exposed yeah. to. Yeah. I don't know why people look down on it as soon as they're like, oh, I'm past it. It's like, but come yeah, on. Yeah, there was like, this comic. I was at the in the backstage of uh, UCB and the guy's like, uh, I said, oh, I'm going to go see Weird Al. And he's like, really? Like, like ironically, right? I said, no. I was like, I think he's awesome. He's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like uh, it's like he was like basically like what? David Cross doesn't like. David Cross was in Curious George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing in the backstage of UCB if you like Weird Al? Like, you know, it's like yeah, this is like people he's, get too he's, uppity. He's, I know he's good. He's good at it. Yeah, That's the great, thing. He's yeah. not bad at. It. He's yeah. very good. He at is it. phenomenal. Like if you listen, if you listen to like a hardware store, the harmonies in hardware <laughs> store are yeah. insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah the like the the. Charles Nelson Riley song is great. Yeah. You know? yep. Although I had a friend who went to a concert of his and he apparently opened with a uh, cover, which I was like, that must make your mind explode. That's yeah. weird. Like, it's just like, it's not like a Weird Al like parody, it's a literal cover. Well, of was his it song. the. Uh, this, he, a starts a, he, he does the, uh, the polka medley of like, he, you know, where he just covers songs. Oh, yeah, cover songs of it in polka. Yeah, yeah. But so. I think it was just a cover. Really? I heard. That'd be awesome. Which would be like. That, I feel like that's just like flipping the flipping. Guys, this is a whole yeah. new direction for the Weird Al experience. We're gonna uh, we're just gonna start playing covers. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're, we're gonna we're gonna retranslate some of the songs that we parody back into the original song. Oh, like yeah. that's like a, that's a 
Schwartz throws on. his sticks. I'm not yeah. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a sketch on uh, uh, the Dana Carvey show where they had like Weird Al and then they had Weirder Al who would do weir- parodies of <laughs> oh, Weirder Al and the Weirdest Al who would do parodies of the Weirder Al, but they were just the original song. I, like, I really liked the Dana Carvey show. Oh, it was show. great. It was, it was fantastic. Writers on it. Yeah, it's like a stack it's show. A stack. Yeah. Colbert yeah. was on that show. Colbert, Carell. Col- Carell. Um, uh, Robert... Um, Colbert and Carell in my favorite uh, sketch from that show, which is an amazing sketch, which is the waiters that get nauseous from explaining food. (laughs) Which is the best sketch in the world. So funny just watching them trying to make things sound appetizing and keep from vomiting. It's so funny. That's not on DVD either, is it? I don't know. Not yet. I don't know know if they did enough episodes. I don't know if they can clear it. They did one season. Yeah, right? (laughs) There was like Taco Bell the next Yeah, (laughs) and skinheads from Maine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Never did care much for the Negroes. (laughs) (laughs) They did the Beatles Anthology sketch, like, because Beatles Anthology was on ABC at that time. And they just cut to, like, the guy doing Ringo and he was just sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) So what... What was Don? What was your what was your background? Where'd you grow up? What's your comedy like? What what are your what are your comedy roots? My comedy roots. Um, I grew up in Atlanta. Uh-huh. I was I was I was born in California. My dad was in the Air Force, but I grew up in Atlanta. And uh, I guess like my comedy roots was like you know I guess you want to get bare boned. It would be like you know Looney Tunes, of course, Nick sure, Tunes, sure, sure. kind of stuff. But I think the first like comedy nerdy kind of stuff I was really into is my dad was like, you have got to check out you know. Monty Python, Holy Grail. Oh, what like, a cool dad! He's like, he was just like you had to get. He's like, because he he grew up with his aunt. His parents died when he was very young. He grew up with his aunt. He always used to tell the story about the. He had just turned it on and it was on. He was watching it and the scene where the rabbit. Oh yes, yes. Off that he said that he got in so much trouble that night because he just couldn't. His aunt came and was like, "Shut up, shut up!" <laughs> and he's just like, "I can't. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen." He's just rolling and like that. And I saw that movie and I was like, "Whoa, this is." It was like it's almost like the Killing Joke sketch. Yeah, like, yeah. He almost died. It was a die from a joke. Well, that's yeah. that's great. So you, that's awesome that your dad passed that along to yeah. you. Um, he was really into it. And yeah. then, so from there, when did it kind of occur to you, like, I think I might want to pursue, was there anything else that you wanted to do, or do you think it was comedy pretty much? I wanted to, for a long, I mean, I, there was a whole bunch, of, I wanted to be a puppeteer, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, I used to make marionettes, I was totally yeah, into like Jim was, Henson, total I, yeah. nerd about it. I had like four or five puppets growing up, like a Charlie McCarthy dummy, a Groucho Marx dummy, wow. and a Muppet old man, I got, yeah. I had a Charlie McCarthy dummy, yeah. and my mom had to get rid of it because it terrified me at night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Oh, One time it fell down, like when I was sleeping off of its shelf, and, yeah. it, and it, like when I got up in the morning, it was laying on the ground, and its hand was on this little miniature bat that I had. <laughs> and like, it's like it was on the ground, and like I saw it, and I was like, it's going in the closet inside a crate. Like was, it was like, creeping toward you, and then the second you saw it, it just dropped like, where it was. I wake up and look at it, it's just like, it's like I had like to, talking scene of I it. I had to have my mother get rid of the my buddy doll. After oh, I saw yeah. Child's Play. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I couldn't deal with it. All you had to do was just cut it open and see that there wasn't a dwarf inside. Yeah, and, well, and, but then you cut open his, his stomach. He's like, I'm going to get What if his soul jumps in yeah. me? What if his soul jumps in me? I wasn't going to get you now that you've cut me open. I know. Oh, guess he's getting cut open. <laughs> oh, you're not filled with cotton, are you, you mother? Like, I... Yeah, it, you look like cotton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to be a puppeteer. I wanted to be a puppeteer for a long time. And then I wrote plays. Man, you guys are getting all the nerd stuff. This is good. Um, yeah, I got. I wrote plays, and they were like David Ives plays, which were very short, like short plays. And I, I, re, I eventually figured out 
from writing these comedic short plays. I was like, oh, these are sketches. Yeah. <laughs> like, these are just comedic short plays. Yeah, these comedic short, short plays have to do with people farting a lot. Um, <laughs> so they were just sketches. And I really got into that, and I was writing plays and stuff. And I didn't really think you could get paid to make jokes. Mm-hmm. That was just, like, not something that was in my lexicon at all. So I, I, I went to – but, like, in my, in my high school yearbook, if you look at it, it, my my thing is most likely to write for The Simpsons. Are you serious? Oh, which is crazy, yeah. Which is really what which was like my pride and joy. Did you ever tr- did you ever write a Simpsons spec script? A lot of writers. That's do. how I got my Thirty Rock job. Are you no, serious? Simpsons spec script and then everybody hates Chris. Now for people who don't people who don't know they're, that are listening in the business, it is why it is generally regarded that. You should never try to write a Simpsons spec script because it is very hard to get. Like, you think you have an understanding yeah. of the characters, and it's very hard. So, if you did that successfully, that is a huge deal because so many shows I've worked on, people are like, "Don't even." Someone try. wrote another Simpsons yeah, spec, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's you know, and it's usually a it's a rough it's a rough go. But yeah, yeah. That is incredible. So you, then you started working on Thirty Rock. Yeah, I started working on Thirty Rock, and that you know, Tina and them were just amazing and smart, and like those guys, those guys wrote for like Family Guy and Frasier, and yeah, all these. It's like old things. school. Old school team of writers that knew what they were doing, but also people who had written for like the the, all these shows like on HBO and you know Gary Sanders. What was your what was your uh, yeah Larry yeah yeah yeah, Gary Sanders, which was that weird which was that weird (laughs) crossover. It was the in between episode. It's like I don't know where Larry ends and (laughs) I begin. What was your Simpsons spec about? What was what was the story? It was. Uh, the, st- the story was basically, um, <laughs> I, I actually, there's some good jokes in it that I really like, where basically um, um, Homer, um, it starts, it, it, it takes that big right turn, like a lot of Simpsons things right. are, where they start off this one way and then they end right. up being another, another. So it starts off that they go to the music store and Homer um, likes this song, but he goes home and downloads it illegally. Uh-huh. And then like a SWAT team comes in and like, <laughs> like they, 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 they um, it was Hall of Notes. So like he, he <laughs> a SWAT team comes in, he goes to jail, he, he goes to court, and Hall of Notes is like against him, I, the, <laughs> and like they're like the fact finding and stuff like that. And it's really, I my pride and joy in the script that I really enjoyed was that he's like they're like talking, and then at the end they win, like Hall of Notes win, and he's like, yes, we won, and da da da. And then the officer says. I know you won, but you can't sleep here. And, like, and they like zoom out to show like he has got a blanket, <laughs> and, like everything. He's like, that's fine. And he's like, he's like, that's fine. I don't need it. We're doing pretty good. We know. Grab the food and he's just like, grabs all like the food. And like Oats is like his dog, kind of like, come here, Oats, come here, boy. Like, and, like Oats is like running. Like that was like my pride and joy. But like, yeah, basically he had to do like public service right. for doing it, and he ends up. Um, being like a sort of like I was gonna have like 50 Cent or somebody do the voices of like this kind of rap groups kind of lackey mm-hmm. kind of thing and then Bart ends up being really good at it and um, they take Bart on and then he starts his own group and there's a rival like kind of gang like hip hop war that's so awesome like, yeah. that's great and so you I guess you know I feel like we've all watched The Simpsons I mean I still watch The Simpsons yeah. like when I come home like I'll, I, that's, I have a season pass so I watch episodes I've seen a million times and those voices are so fucking ingrained yeah they're yeah. in your head I mean I used to I had a talk boy 
that I got, that I bought, like my, I remember because it was like thirty dollars. It was like a million dollars when I was a kid, and I saved up and I bought it. And I used to, and I wasn't really allowed to watch The Simpsons. My parents, some, Me some, yeah, no, I, some so, parents, yeah. wouldn't let some. Me I think it was a Time Magazine article that was like, "Don't let Bart Simpson is destroying your yeah, children." Yeah, he's like, yeah. "Bart Simpson is mean to his mother, so you can't let him watch yeah. it." And Too it's much like, sass mouth. Is, yeah, yeah. My dad hated that he that Bart called uh, Homer Homer. Yeah, he was just like, oh, oh that respect. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's a joke. But yeah, I wasn't allowed, so I would I would put it on low when I got home from school, and I'd put the Talkboy by it and record it. The Home and Alone then, 2 Talkboy Yeah, the recorder. Home Alone 2 Talkboy <laughs> recorder. And then in bed, I would listen to them back. And like that's how I learned all the jokes. Did like, you ever slow style. them down and pretend that Bart oh, was Oh, absolutely. It sounds like a man's just talking to a gorilla most of the time. The talk boy. Was He's it like, a tape recorder? Yeah, but yeah, remember in so you were basically on, making yeah. analog MP3s. MP3s. Yeah. Like a, a DAT tape stack. It, like, it kind of looked like the, the Zoom. Like it was just like kind of like a handheld thing and yeah. had a little voice thing. I used, to, I used to record TV all the time and listen to yeah. it. Did you, you listen could, to did you do that? What? Jonah, just record to television and listen to it? Yeah, yeah, all the time. I like I had it on cassette tapes and I would listen to it like in the car, like Ed Wood or like any kind of movie I was really big fan of, I would just like pop it in and listen to it. Take that, you filthy animal. That kind of stuff. That's one of the first ones. That's one of the first one. You'd say Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Oh, right, right, right. This is Peter McAllister, the father. It's like no like no adult sound like sounds like that. Like they always just slow it down. Someone someone freaked out on Twitter that they're like Macaulay Culkin is 30. Holy fucking shit. Like, that totally freaked <laughs> yeah. them out. Yeah, I, 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 I thought he was 30. Like, he was always slightly older than me. I'm okay oh, with yeah. that. Yeah. You're totally okay with that? Yeah, I'm fine with it. What weirds me out is that I just realized, like, next year it'll be 10 years since uh, The Strokes' first album came out. Uh, wow. Uh, which means 20 years since Nevermind came out. Yeah. Which yeah, is like wow. really odd to me for some reason. Or Under the like, Table in, and Dreaming, the Dave Matthews band. Well, like, yep, or that one. Like in 2000, <laughs> it didn't feel like, it felt like, like, Years and years have gone by since Nevermind came oh, out. Oh, absolutely! But like, it doesn't feel like ten years has gone by uh, since uh, since the, the Strokes yeah, album. Yeah, since came the first out. Strokes album. Yeah, I just, feel like it just came out. Yeah, I'm still just surprised that uh, college basketball players are younger than me. That's yeah. a weird point yeah, in your life a, when you yeah, just like, when you're like, like uh, athletes are younger. Younger no, than you. Yeah. I, I always like to think of it in this terms. This always, these these always freak me out. Uh, so a girl who posed for Playboy right now or could be in a porn. Could have been born in 1992. Yeah. yeah. That's a tough one. That's a tough That's one to so swallow. Hot. That's so hot. I know. <laughs> Guys, we don't Or if you're Tracy Lords, 1993. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. Or I think it was more like 1995. Yeah. Yeah. Tracy Lords. I think she was like 15. Those tapes have been destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so do you, you know, when you start working on 30 Rock, how did you sort of make the transition to, um, to you know, to community and like, what was the what, first of all? What was the Thirty Rock Writers Room like? Thirty Rock Writers Room was very. It was. It was really fun. I mean, like I've never been in another real writers room. Actually, mm-hmm. like I mean, honestly, I mean I've done been writers room that are, like we've made ourselves, like Derek writers rooms, and, right? Like, like things for like little sketches or things for like the movie or whatever. But as far as a television show, that's the only one. And I've been told from outside sources, like, oh, it's. A, I mean, like they were. Sometimes you'd work for 25 hours, mm. like legit work 25 hour days, come in at 10, leave at 11 in the morning, you know, sleep for a little bit and then come back for the table read. Um, and it's, it's a lot of work. And like, but it's, I've never laughed that hard before. Like those guys, like Robert Carlock and Tina are just geniuses when they come to jokes. And like Robert just does not stop. Mm-hmm. He's just so funny and keeps coming and he won't. 
both of them are like these machines where they're like, if the joke's not perfect, we're not leaving kind of thing. Yep. So like they, they take a, a huge amount of pride in their work. And it's, I, I've never laughed that hard before. And like making him laugh, it's, it's a lot like what I've heard um, SNL is like, where it's like, you know, if you if Lauren says good job, you right. know, like kind of thing, <laughs> right. then that makes the the day glow. Like you're just like you're the happiest person for the next year. And like it was the same thing where like if I can make Robert laugh, if I can make him laugh at like a joke I pitched, if he just busts out laughing, I was just like I was on cloud nine, nice. you know. But it's but it's a hard room because they're all professionals. They've been doing it for a long time. They all have Emmys, right? You know, yeah. like. It, it was rough. And to them, it's like, uh, it's become just like their career and their job, like where it's like, this is like, they're all, they have families and stuff like right, that, right? Yeah. Right. That's always a weird thing. Like where you, like I met a lot of the uh, modern family writers and they're all just dudes in they're their forties. Yeah. They've been, they've been writing since like wings Yeah, and they're just like these guys and this is their life, but they're not like, you know, they're not ending the day going, I got to rush and go to a show or I got to right, right, right. show that I work on shows and go and hang out with comics oh, and stuff absolutely. like that. Like it is a very different thing from what I was, cause I was like the youngest dude. I was, yeah. I was the young dude there, like, and it was me and Kay Cannon, who I guess, like, was the other younger lady there. She's hilarious. And we were the only ones who were just, like, kind of, like, the young upstarts who were like, oh, I want to go out and see the Kanye concert. Right. I want to go out. But everybody else was just like, I want to go see my wife. You know, yeah, like, I, I, I want to sit down and have a yeah. beer. Every, all the rest of them were just like, dudes. When the yeah. fuck does Tina Fey sleep? She doesn't. It's crazy. Yeah, like, kid. it's just, well, not only, not only, not only <laughs> kid, but, like, like, acts in a show, show runs a show, uh, then in her off time manages to do movies and yeah, write films. She doesn't sleep. What the that fuck? Does, I mean, like she, I, she's between her and Joel McHale. Like watching those two, I've learned like, okay, if you want to be like a star, if you want to like be a name that people are like, oh, that's I know what I'm getting when I hear that name. Right. You can't sleep. He's the same way. Like he has a wife, two kids. He's had him forever. I know. I he know. Just tours and like every weekend. Like she, what we would write at, her, we would be writing, and then she would be. Filming all day, she'd come upstairs, write with us for like two hours, and then be like, "Okay, I gotta go put my daughter to bed." So she'd leave, she'd put her, she'd, she'd give her daughter a bath, play with her for like three hours, put her to bed, and we'd come over to her house and write Jesus. into the night. Oh shit! Like, like, and she, she just wouldn't stop. Yeah, and that's what I think. You know, so many people. I mean, our, like our culture now is so obsessed with being famous, mm-hmm. and so like when you hear about like that or like Joel or you know people that you respect that kind of earn their place it gets so fucking mad at someone who's just a douchebag on television yeah, some reality yeah. show like, just like yeah. oh well you know yeah. good job i married heidi and voila yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly i mean that's, that's just that's like being known that's not like celebrity no uh, yeah you know? i mean but it is this weird thing where they, there's a big difference because I, I mean like i read somewhere that like most uh, most kids now, if you ask them what they want to be when they grow up, they want to be famous. Say famous. Yeah. yeah, for nothing. Say for nothing. They don't want yeah. to. They don't care. They say famous, which is yeah. before it was just like I, successful. That used to be. It used to be. I want to be successful. Now it's just famous. Well, they, yeah, they think it's the same. Now the situation makes eight million dollars yeah. a year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people crash they, and burn though. There's I'm fine no with way. whatever yeah. they do though. Just like I just hope they stay away from comedy in general because you know there's the kind of people that just like they want to be famous. They're so like, oh, I'll do stand up. Well, they can't though. They like they can try it, but they will. Fail. Like, fail. Like comedy comedy yeah. takes work. Yeah. Right. Whenever anyone says, like, whenever I can tell someone doesn't have the stand-up gene, but they're like, oh, that's easy, I want to try that. And I'm always like, try it. Yeah. Try yeah. it for a while. See what it's like yeah. for, a month. <laughs> for a month. Go on the road. Give it a shot. Because yeah. it is, it can, like, I've, like we've said on this podcast a million times, it can be not rewarding for, other no. than just getting up and doing it. So Yeah, I try and tell everybody, it's just like, if you don't like it, 
you're not gonna. You do will not well. stick yeah. with it. You won't stick with it because there's no right. Like you know that story like Seinfeld tells like kids when they come and it's like I can't. I I want to be a stand up. Da 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 da. And he'll just, he'll be like, you're never gonna make it. Don't do it. It's too hard. You're <laughs> never gonna make it. And his philosophy is like, if they can take Seinfeld being like, you're not good enough. You're never gonna make right. it. Right. Yeah. Then he's just picking off the weak ones. You yeah. Know? And he's just like, true. it's true. Like if you if you can take Seinfeld being like, you're not gonna make it, and you still do stand up. You That's want true. to be a stand-up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. You're not going to do anything else. You're not going to be a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> you know? In spite of himself? Yeah. A doctor I mean, yeah. in spite of himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> true. You're Ken Jeong. I'm going to molest you. Oh, yeah, yeah. take this antibiotic. Oh, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> you're very sick. <laughs> um, um, so, de- uh, what, like, d- does Derek comedy, does that, does that precede um, uh, uh, 30 Rock? Or how long yeah. were you guys doing that? Uh, I did that. We did that in college. We were all met at NYU together. We were all, like, kind of... We were in this group called Hammercats, mm-hmm. and we all kind of broke off because we were just hanging out so much, and we wrote a, a pilot together, and we were writing these things, and we had all these sketches left over that we didn't um, have, and our, uh, Dominic Durkis was in there. It was me, Dominic Durkis, in D.C., and Dominic Durkis was rooming with our director, and his girlfriend was also a producer, so um, Maggie McFadden. And they, we just came together and started making these videos, and I, people always was like, oh, what'd you do to get all these hits? It was literally... I th- it was just that YouTube got big, yeah. I think. Yeah. It wasn't that, I mean, like, and we were the first, I think one of the first time people, because, like, on our first hits, you would read the comics, and they'd be like, this isn't real. We were like, yeah, <laughs> we know. Like, we were, like, the before, first, yeah. it was before people had started putting up, yeah, you know, putting up sketches. Like, people were just like, well, this isn't real. Like, yeah. you didn't actually, it was like, yeah, they're sketches. They're tiny, tiny movies. By the way, um, that brings up one of my favorite sketches of all time, which is the one where you shit your pants. Oh, Jerry. Jerry shits his pants. Like, uh, I hold that up to, like, my favorite sketches of all time. Oh, yeah, wow. That like, means a lot. Yeah, I, uh, you know I, I can't handle it. Sometimes, <laughs> like, I just... And, like, um, it's not the kind of thing where it's, like, I, I tell somebody that's, like, oh, you should check out the sketch. I'm, like, here, I'll show you this sketch. <laughs> and then it's just me. Watching you. That's on yeah. a necklace. Yeah. <laughs> you open it up out of the ball. Yeah, it's great. It's a, it's a fantastic sketch. That sketch yeah. literally came from a kid in my class who... Well, he didn't shit himself. But what he did was he covered himself in he peed himself, and he peed himself, and everybody smelt it. So he went to the bathroom and somehow got cologne from somebody. So covered himself in cologne, <laughs> smelled even worse. <laughs> he came in, and then people were like, "Jesus, what's that smell?" And he was like crying, like, "I know, right? Who, who smell? Who smells so bad?" And we were like, "It's you, dude. Like, you smell bad." <laughs> like, like, that is a uh, mark on his permanent. Right? You ever I catch know. up with that guy on I, Facebook? No, I don't, wish I knew Send where he was. I, yeah, I wish, I wish he knew. He was like, "Thank you for giving me that gem." Well, I remember, um, I don't know, like four or five months ago, Jonah came in uh, and he seemed all happy. And I was like, "What?" He was like, "I just saw the, da- I just saw Mystery Team. I just saw the Derek Comedy movie." And he was like, "It was fucking incredible." Oh, yeah, that wow, was great. I went to the uh, New Beverly show. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a blast. I was looking forward to it, but I really I really feel that that movie is going to be. Like for like you know because like if they were the age I was when What Hot American Summer came out, right? It was like right after high school. Yeah. I, mean, I had just moved out here, and then I saw that, and I, I remember going like, "This is gonna be big. This is gonna yeah. be, this is this is the movie of my time and my sensibility and my like comedy taste." And 
And like, I feel like that's going to be a movie for like kids. Mystery and Team now available on iTunes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, iTunes. Now on yeah, DVD. It was, it was great. It was uh, it was solid jokes throughout. It was it was an awesome story, a cool it's, plot. It's yeah. nice to hear that. I mean, like we we try really hard on that. It, it, there's so much that went into it, but like it was. How'd um, you sell it? Like, how did you? How did you? I mean, it is difficult to get a movie made. No, like, what, I, I mean we. Do? I mean, like we didn't. I mean, we, it was all independent. We did. All, I mean, all the money from YouTube that we make. Like from selling like shares of like I guess like you could put like oh Gillette razors you know right, on right, our right. thing we never paid ourselves like we always saw how bad that can go like we al- we always tried to tell our friends like don't split up the money because it's just gonna get weird right right it's right really like it's really weird really fast and it doesn't work so we always just put it we started an LLC and we just put the money in there so we just saved all that money because like the dare sketches cost nothing to make they cost like five bucks to buy like you know fake poop um, and <laughs> fake poop fake poop y'all got fake poop <laughs> y'all got fake poop this yeah, was, was a Walmart um, but we just did that and we raised the money and and we just made it from scratch and we didn't pay our, like we had to pay ourselves for like union stuff right. but we just signed the checks back into the production Okay, and that was basically it and yeah, I mean, like that's. I mean, it's good. To, it's nice to hear you say that, just because, like, I look at the movie and I'm like, oh, I would have made this joke here and we would have done it, but like, we were in it so deep, yeah, just yeah. trying to make it work. But. No, I mean, like, it's 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 hard to when you're producing and like trying to like be you're when you're responsible for the words and like the shots and kind of like putting everything together with everybody. Right. You lose sight on stuff. So it's like you know, it's easier to just be like, I'm just gonna be in act these words as well as I can. Right. But then when you're like, it's like, oh, but I'm still thinking about the scene we got to do <laughs> yeah, next. And yeah. Like, and uh, Gary Shandling talks about that a lot where he said it was so hard for him to be writing all these, uh, like, you know, th- these scripts for the Larry Sanders show. And, like, he, he said he hated, like, knowing what's going to happen and like he just wanted to focus on the words that were like right. they were being shot right then. He says, it's "I think it's Gary Sanders." Gary Sanders. <laughs> yeah, Gary but he Sanders. says it's like two different parts of the brain have to be working for these yep. things. Like you can't be a you can't be a good actor when you're thinking about the words, especially yeah. when, well, like you're listening to someone else say your words. Oh, and it's, you're just like, mm, it's just, yeah. You know, it's just so hard to have little picture, big picture at the same time. Yes, like, exactly. Because you can only focus on one. And thing also, at we time. were like running the crew, which we had never done before. Like we were just literally like twenty two year old, twenty three year olds. Running these like dudes are just like so. Let me get this straight. You guys are making a movie, and you're getting to tell me what to do. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what like, though? It is so like. I mean, if anyone is, you know, like I don't know how to start in the business. I mean, like you guys just fucking start. It's like you just start just doing do it. it. No, just that's you that's do it. exactly what it is. And that's exactly what you right. You gotta tell <laughs> yeah. them. I mean, I try and tell everybody. Like they're always like, so you get Facebook messages and Twitter messages. Like, how do you? Do? And just yeah. like. Just do it. like no 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 no. But how did you yeah, do? Yeah. What's the where, do, where, where does Mister Hollywood live? Yeah. You start. Yeah, yeah. Where it. can I? <laughs> there was there was a guy that like we all kind of like know um, that like like does a lot of TV stuff like a lot of stuff like he like you know goes and he reviews things and whatever. Right. But um, he uh, he was like saying like oh hey man like how do you how do you do the stand up? I was thinking about doing it. I was like well you know you just start you find open mics in the weekly and then you uh, mm-hmm. go and. Do things like no 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 no. How do I like like we're, what you're doing right now? Like you know st- spots on Comedy Central stuff like that. What do you? Uh, I want to do that. Like, well, <laughs> he's well, like, yeah, we refer you back to the original. Uh, you yeah, start yeah, writing exactly. jokes at a place. Yeah, and, just because uh, you've been on TV doesn't mean you're. Uh, I there also like that because like that's the idea of like Comedy Central or someone just being like freaking. I'm like we have no comedians. <laughs> like, like where are we gonna find these comedians? Like we gotta like just like I'm here. I'm right like, here. <laughs> like like no one wants to do that either. Like yeah. nah, Comedy Central be, half hour. No one. I want to be where Seinfeld is now, retired and successful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Extreme. That's, Extremely. So uh, how? I mean, it's. How did you go from uh, so the, where, where when did Community kind of you're actually the third Community cast member who's oh, been on really? the Nerdist Podcast? Oh, Joel, Allison, uh, yeah. Oh, Joel, nice. Joel, Joel and Allison Excellent. Green. Excellent. That's Allison. Those guys are my boys. 
Um, I guess uh, what happened was I literally, um, Mystery Team came out, and it was this thing where I took a week off from work, which is a big deal. Mm -hmm. A dude on the show had, daughter had naturally occurring triplets. Whoa. And he was gone for two days. Oh my God. So <laughs> that was it. And um, I like, I had to take off for like, and I was, and it wasn't, and I felt really bad about it, but it was this big deal. Cause I had taken off a week. And I really like, and it's, it's one of those shows you have to give everything to. Mm -hmm. So I felt really bad. And I, also, I was getting the stand up hardcore. I was like loving it. I was doing it every night I got off early. Like, I wouldn't eat. I would, I'm just like literally, <laughs> like, um, during lunch, I would eat and like write jokes. And then I'd be like, oh, I hope we get out early so I can go do stand up. Um, and I realized, you know, you can't do both. I, re I was like, it's really unfair to 30 Rock. So I just literally at the end of the third season, I just was like, hey, I really want to do the stand-up thing and I'm doing all this stuff and I don't think it's fair and I've done three years here and I, I love it but I had to That go. is incredible to leave a fucking sweet <laughs> oh, job. Oh, I wish you had heard the rants my mom gave me. Oh, I'm sure. And it was just like, and like, and it's weird to hear like, you're like your mom who doesn't have really like a lot of, like my mom sent me a text message the other day which is, she likes to try and shorten words all the time so she literally <laughs> used she was like, oh, calm down. Like, and she, C-U-M, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, C-U-M. And I was like, mom, you can't <laughs> do that. But like, but my, to hear that woman like talk about like, Emmys are good for like, she knows like the business now because right. like, yeah, yeah. you know about that. And she's like, and I was like, I got to do what I got to do. But literally it was, thank God, Mystery Team started and like the, um, we, they did a showing in Los Angeles um, and the Russo brothers were there from uh, Arrested oh. Development fame. They they had seen Jerry. They liked <laughs> Jerry, so they came to the show, and they were like, "Oh!" They, they took my, the director Dan Ekman uh, out to to lunch, and they were like, "Oh, is that we might have a part in this show we're doing for Donald. You want to audition?" And I thought it was total like I had been unemployed for like two weeks, so I was uh -huh. just like, "Yeah, pilot, I'm not gonna get it. I'll audition. It'll be fine, but I'm gonna work out this stand up thing." And literally just sent a tape in. Two days later, it's like you got it. So we'll fly you out to LA. Whoa! It was it like it never happens that way. Never you you never. And I was um, I was like so I got the pilot like literally, and I was I was like you mean like I got a camera test? And they're like no, you just got the pilot. So it was really cool. You show up on set. You're like, okay, so am I auditioning? Yeah, still? Yeah. <laughs> am I still auditioning? Is this a very yes. complex? It was very. Test? It was. It happened really fast. And like my man, I mean, like I hate telling. That's the thing, I hate telling other comedians that story yeah. <laughs> or like the 30 Rock story because it sounds like bullshit. Yeah. But it, it is this, and, and I always used to feel bad about it, but I also was to like, you know, I, Joel brought up a good point. He was like, well, when that 30 Rock thing happened, like you had the scripts. How many people would have a good script ready? Because I sent him that script that night. Like literally he, sent, he emailed me and, and the same thing with like the, the community thing. It's like, it's about, you know, really liking it and being ready when it happens, so you yeah. that, you know what it, that is constantly because some some people like bitter people will be like, man Donald because if you look at your career you're like Donald's really lucky he fell into this and fell into this and you're like no 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 you make your own luck oh, I had no friends you fucking in college. show <laughs> you you show <laughs> up like when opportunity presents itself you have to be ready you I, I I try and like tell him like I by friend no friends in college like of course I had friends but like I didn't do anything but comedy. Like that was it. Like I eat. So I would. I was at UC. I interned at UCB, cleaning out like tampons and all that stuff, so I could take classes for free. And I watched every show. Wait, and how I many didn't... tampons are they storing? <laughs> oh, at the a bunch. It, <laughs> is a, it is a tampon. <laughs> that farm. was like the bad job to to do. Like you you like as an intern, it'd be like, oh, you got the women's bathroom, and now you'd be like, 
God. But that's, like, that's the thing you have to do. Comedy though. women bleed a lot. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what to tell you. Yep, that's why they're comedy women. They have to go into comedy. <laughs> comedy because women they're... are rejecting eggs at a rapid <laughs> at a rapid, <laughs> rapid rate. Right. Um, that's the thing you gotta do. I mean, like um, when I was graduating high school, all of my friends were moving up here to Seattle, and like all my core group of friends, I was in bands with. Uh, like it's like these are like my brothers, and they all moved up here. And then like it's like I moved to L.A. because I wanted to do comedy, and I had no friends for a long time because that's all I did. Right. And it's like it's something you got to do. You just kind of got to push away a lot of life stuff. Yeah. You, you... kind of push away life in general to kind of do comedy. Well, like, it almost yeah. doesn't feel like a choice, though. You do it because you want to. It's yeah. you, you care about it. Yeah. Right. And it's more important to you than. You know, then, like yeah. fucking hanging out again. And all my friends anything. went to like Ghana and London and all this. All the, that was like the thing to do at NYU was just like visit these things and do and party and you would get to go to visit. And I was like, people were they're like, so you went to NYU and you didn't leave like over there. I was like, no, I didn't even go home on for the summer. I literally, I was broke, dead broke every summer, um, being an RA because they give you free, mm-hmm. they give you free free room. But then I would just like you know skate around. I would do. Uh, I would skate around and do those things where they're just like, oh, um, experiment, $200, you know? Oh, I did those so many. I, I'm still fucked up from they just like, it's like, look at this number two, and this flashing light will go, and don't eat cookies for a day, you know, like, all this weird stuff. I was going to ask like, about your shoulder cock. Did that yeah, come from, oh my God, uh, I thought, I, you noticed it? Yeah, I did, I did. Uh, yeah. I was about to text you just, C-U-M down here. Yeah, it, well, it's good thing it hasn't started singing yet. That's like, that's the weird thing. Sometimes experiment. it Experiment! <laughs> but that's how I made my money, it was like, but you gotta, like you said, if you love it, you'll you'll do it. It really, it really is about like it's 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 a very simple formula, but one that people it seem I think they seem to make it harder than it is. You have to start, and then you have to work hard. Yeah, yeah. and you know you just kind of every once in a while sort of be aware, like, am I headed in the right direction? Is this what I want to do? And then you kind of dive back down, right, right. and you see Again. nothing but reasons to stop when you go do. Yeah, that. you see all these, you see these older guys that have just been doing these open mics for you know twenty years. They're just hanging out. They still have their jobs. Like you know, they had the job they had. Where they're like, "Well, I'll do this until it takes off." Right. And you yeah. see this. You're like, "Am I going to be that guy, or am I going to be this guy that I see?" Like I got like. Yeah, it's this yeah. thing where like it's weird. I mean, like, but that's the point is to for it to look effortless. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like I have a joke about which is worse, having a baby or having AIDS, and like. <laughs> It took a long time for people to laugh at that. <laughs> like, you can't just go on stage and, like, AIDS and babies are the same yeah, thing, yeah. you know, and have people just, like, crack up. Like, yeah. people are like, no, Get make this that guy funny. Yeah, you know? like, no one, like, you have to work. There was a lot of times people booed. And then, yeah. you, like, and we're like, I don't find that funny. And then you find a way to make it funny. And right. then people, and then it seems effortless, but that's a month and a half of work. Well, yeah, yeah in the beginning, in the beginning, you can't, you can't necessarily trust the audience in your brain because they're still your brain. Yeah. And yeah. so when you when they're laughing in your head, it's something. projections of you inside your dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Have you guys seen Malkovich? It's being. Have you guys seen it? But was there is there a lot of um, is there a, well first of all both shows is there is there much improv on Thirty Rock? Is there much improv on Community or is it pretty much like these are the jokes? Just fucking. Well, the writers are really good, so the, the, the jokes are there. Like Thirty, 30 Rock is, I mean, like every once in a while, like the only I, I guess the best way to put it would be like the jokes are super tight and the scripts are super tight and they're always there especially with story structure but if there's something better there that they come up with there mm-hmm. on set it always makes it in mm-hmm. and like cause like, team, like I don't know there's an episode where she's trying to leave the room with two plates and like and and uh uh, Jack is in the forefront, and he's not—he doesn't even see her. He's just like like a waitress, and she puts it on like that. Like, like that. And that was all made up on the—that was all made up on the fly. And they just literally just like, oh, it just worked. And they, both of them just improv, and that's the same thing that happens on Community. All the jokes are really tight and really funny, but if something feels right, 
Like I the other day that I was particularly proud of this. We were like I was like turning my back on Joel, mm-hmm. like on Jeff's character, turning him back and like, oh, I gotta go where the heat is because all the girls were like on against him. So I had to go with the girls. And I'm like, yeah, you, ass- you asshole, get out of here. And I have a girl like on my shoulders, like, yeah, you're such a <laughs> jerk. And I turned Hanny and I, uh, and I go, I go, hey, um, as an improv, I was just like, hey, do you know what a queen's bathroom is? <laughs> like, 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 and like, I, I mean, like, I was like very happy and like, if it's in character and it works and it's not destroying the story, they will leave it in. Oh, that's yeah. great. I mean, I, I, uh, the, the, the cast on Community, I mean, 30 Rock too, but Community, like, what an insane cast of funny people on that yeah. show between yeah. you and Ken and, and, uh, and Joel and Allison and, and, and Chevy. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly think Joel, if they remade Fletch, which they always talk about doing, I think Joel, Joel, Joel should would be, be Fletch. Yes, that's great. Joel would be a phenomenal Fletch. Joel would be Fletch. a phenomenal Fletch. He would just be so good. I really want to write uh, Johnny Quest for him, actually. Oh, Holy shit. shit. I really want to write. I, haven't, I don't even know if I should say that out loud, but like, <laughs> that's what I've been like. I'm like, he would be so funny. As kind of a smug, like, I deserve the world because my dad was Dr. Quest. <laughs> you know, like, kind of asshole, funny guy. I was like, I was laughing so hard. But, like, yeah, I, I think it would make an amazing Fletch. Like, it's, it's funny, though. Like, yeah, it's the same thing. Him and, like, Chevy have the same. If you go back, it's that smug, good-looking yeah. And they're dude. both, like, eight feet tall. Yeah, they're yeah. both, like, 20 feet tall. Is it, uh, were you a Fletch fan at all when you were growing Huge. up? Yeah, I was really in the flex. Are you used to the idea that you're working with Chevy now? Or is it sort of I like, have, ah, it's Chevy, like, you know, or at first, like, Jesus. At first it was like that. But then he, then he goes, oh, you're a, you're a prick. Like, <laughs> and then he calls you, and then, like, you're just like, oh, he's just your, your, your angry old grandfather. Right. I always tell, like, I mean, I always tell the story, which is true. Like, he was just like, he's like, you guys never send me anything on email. And then, like, I was like, Chad, what are you talking about? I sent you, like, a photo the other day. And he was like, ah, but my, but my email's in New York. <laughs> and, like, and that's a true story. And I was like, oh, you're a thousand years old. You know? <laughs> but he, I left yeah, my I saw, I saw uh, someone sent me a link. It's, it's you walking by Chevy, uh, like, backstage. Just go, uh, I shouldn't your trailer, Chevy. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? Like, yeah, I have, it's a bit that I do now called uh, Messing with Chevy or Fucking with Chevy, <laughs> um, where it's just, I, I like, my, oh, man, my mom had the greatest comeback because I did one where I just like, hey, Chevy. And he goes, what? And I go, I'm, I'm dating your daughter. And he goes, which one? Like, like that. And my mom, my mom saw it and she sent me, she was like, you should have said the pregnant one. And I was like, mom, that's all. I should have. Great tag, Great tag, Mom. High five. Well, I would be remiss if I did not bring up um, how you should have been (laughs) Spider-Man. Wow. But the the power power of Twitter, I feel like, and and the message was heard by Sony, (laughs) but I'm sure sure you had a guys, if you listen to this podcast, you probably know this, but... Someone, did you say you wanted to be Spider? How did it start? There it was a, there was a Donald Glover for Spider Man campaign that lasted for a while before they gave was, it to that uh, British kid. Yeah, there was a there, there was a website, a popular website, um, that was like, if they're gonna remake the Spider Man movie this early, they're gonna redo it so fast and reboot the the series. Um, why does Spider Man have to be just like another white kid? Like, why why not just have it be like contemporary? Like, try and dark night it up and make mm-hmm. it like you know, if it's in New York, it could be a Latino kid or a black kid. And one of the comments, and they posted a big picture of me, like, Donald Glover's a nerd, and he'd be perfect because he's witty. And I was like, really, I was really touched. I was like, oh, I because ne- I had never even thought about that. 
about being Spider-Man. No one does, you know. So I, I wrote on my. <laughs> you think about being Spider-Man? I could do it. <laughs> Myra for Spider-Man. Fast Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man. Uh, and I was just like, I wrote on Twitter. I would love to be Spider-Man. Let's make this happen. As a like tongue-in-cheek, like as a joke. I just thought it'd be funny, and I, I put the hashtag down for Spider-Man as a joke, and people just got on board. I was really touched by how many people got on board immediately. And it was this really interesting. It was an interesting week. It was the most interesting week I heard. Like I heard, like the head of like CAA was like, "Who the fuck is Donald?" <laughs> like it's just like uh, coming. Sony down. kind of asked you to like, please don't do this anymore. Yeah, I mean, like it was like Sony. Like I mean, like Sony came, and they, I mean, like it was like this thing where like, they just wanted to see how it played out. Because like that's the thing. Like I feel like a lot of people always feel like there's some sort of like, like people are usually really bad. Like the people. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, like, a, a person is really bad. That's what I mean. Like, people in general probably usually just want to do what's best for a right. lot of people in right. general. And, like, that's the thing. Like, I don't think Sony's there's like, we're never going to make a black person Spider-Man. They don't care. Right. They, they, they would make, like, I've read something, that, and it's true. It's like, if Will Smith wanted to play Hitler, we'd make a Hitler movie. Right, right. <laughs> if, people would, we, if people, people would pay, pay to see it. it yeah. We want that money. And I think it was just like this thing where everybody wanted to sit back and see how it was because they, they wanted to see how people felt about it. And it was this interesting – and I reading all the blogs, it was this interesting thing. I learned a lot. And I think what – I think the thing that bothered me the most that I think people think – I walked away thinking like all oh, these people were like racist. And I didn't – I honestly – Honestly, did not think it had anything to do with race as much as like they're fanboys. They right. want it to be just like the comic. Yeah, but you know, you, you, like, but I love that someone sent you a tweet that was so fucking racist. Oh no, yeah, the, the tweets were so racist. They were just like you, you fucking Edward. You think you can be like the, the next Spider Man? And I just wrote back, "Hello." <laughs> like, <laughs> like I wasn't sure, but I, I brought this up on, on another podcast. I was like, I, it was interesting to me because I was like, if Spider Man was a novel and it was just if it was this novel, I had no pictures, and it was just a poor kid who lived in Queens with his aunt after his uncle got shot in the street. <laughs> <laughs> you probably think that would be a black kid. Of course. You wouldn't think it was a white kid, necessarily. But, I mean, I honestly, I mean, like, I love Spider-Man. Like, I'm going to yeah. go see this movie. And, I, but you, you said, so you, you, you said, like, as a fan, like, a fan is like, I wish I could be you. I wish I could be you, and then I look in the camera, like, really hard. Um, yeah, but, yeah, it was really interesting for a little bit. Or, or, or you see the Spider-Man mask, and then you pull it off, and it's Donald, but then in the background, the real Spider-Man yeah. goes by. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like, you, you, I, you told me someone tweeted you, uh... <laughs> that uh, well, you got to be Spider-Man. You don't see a white guy trying to play Shaft. <laughs> like, why would you pick the Shaft, most racist, the most racist, like yeah. lamest? Yeah. Like it was just like even like if you had brought up like you had brought up like I don't know like Static Shock. Like it'd be like <laughs> like even though like that was the thing. Like I thought it was cool. The cool thing about it, it was just like you know Spider-Man could be anyone. Like it's like Spider-Man's the only. Like, I would never want to be Captain America or right. like. Like, that, that's a cool thing. It's like, he lives in New York, he's covered from head to toe, and he lives in, like, Queens, which is, like, the most diver- one of the most diverse places in the country. And I, always, I thought that was always interesting. Like, the, the whole, like, Shaft thing is, like, Shaft and, and Static Shock and those guys have to be black. Black Vulcan <laughs> has to be black. black. Yeah. That's part of his thing. Like, that's the, the part of the thing about their... I never want to... Like, I would, to this day... I wouldn't want to play a superhero who whose identity was being black. Right. Like I just wouldn't want to do it. It's just not that interesting to me. That's why I, I Spider Man's so interesting. Like 
he feels so responsible. That's for too bad because I have this script for Meteor Man too that I was. What? Let me see. No, well, no, you just said. We talked about that last night. Meteor Man last night. I'm only, I'm only taking, I'm only taking offers for Blank Man. Like that's the only one. I'm only taking offers for Blank Man. What was that SNL sketch with Sinbad where he's like, he's going to Superman's funeral and they won't let him. He's like, I'm Black Lightning. Everyone knows who I am. I'm like, I don't know who that is. Yeah, you're, 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 I tried to start the hashtag Hardwick for Hulk when I heard that. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I heard that uh, um, Edward Norton was out, and oh, yeah. and uh, and it didn't work out. So it didn't work out. It didn't work out. I think remember. it was. I think it was Mark Ruffalo. Oh yeah, they did. <laughs> you know, That's I keep right. losing out parts to Mark Ruffalo. I honestly don't feel. I mean, like, I don't. I wouldn't go for that. I don't think like the Hulk. I mean, the Hulk is. It's a lot like Superman, where like they're awesome characters, right. and they're so cool. But at the end of the day, you know what's going to happen. It's like, oh, he's going to come up against Kryptonite and something. Like, it's like, that's same thing with Hulk. Like, yeah. Someone's going to make him mad. Right, you know? right, right. <laughs> you know, Spider-Man could be so diverse with like all the things that could come up. Like He has so many complicated things going on yeah. like his, between his aunt not finding out and no one should know who he is. And, and he's got a relationship. He's got a relationship. Bad relationship with his yeah. best friend. In the, book, in the actual comic, he got fired or he got laid off from the Daily Planet. Yeah, from the Daily Planet. Yeah. So, and also in the Bugle movie, he's guys. making his own. Bugle, Bugle. I know. So let's not mix these things up. But yeah, and he's making his own web. He's like a so he's got all yeah. these things going on. He's yeah. As a, a a friend of mine said, he's like he's always at the edge of being crazy. Like he yeah. could at any moment just well, lose yeah. Because because well, if you think about what is driving him, it's it's this crazy like I have to get back at you know at the yeah. world for what happened. Like I ha- I have this responsibility and now I have to fucking. It's not because yeah. he wants to do it, it's because he has, has to, do to do it. it. And yeah. he'll never do enough to make it okay. And he'll never yeah. get appreciated for it. Yeah. And, and like that's why when he de- when he's not working and he has to fucking deliver pizzas or whatever to to you know just to live. Right. And he can't like he can't really get celebrated the way or make money the right. way that he really and and I I oh when we were talking I mean like and not to harp on it but like when we were talking like me and Dan Ekman the director we were like geeking out when it was at full height we were like what if I got to play Spider-Man that would be so crazy because like oh it God. would be this interesting thing of like it would be cool to have everybody like you're Spider-Man and like this black kid and they'd be like oh they just like they they assume he's white right so like yeah, yeah. every it would be so interesting to have him just like god damn it you just assume this is... But like, if Hollywood would probably be like, Black Spider-Man, like they'd have yeah, to, they'd they'd have have to have make to that make part of the identity. Part of the identity. Yeah. And also like hiding out like, like somebody brought... The funniest blog thing I read was just like, the problem with it is it, when, if every took off his mask, they would assume he was the bad guy. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> and God. And I was like, so I was Spider-Man a black widow? And What's I, <laughs> which I thought was uh, so funny. Uh, I was like, where do you live? <laughs> God yeah, damn it. It was dope. Wow. So, um, you know, we only have a few minutes left, but I do want to talk about um, you uh, put out a hip-hop album. I did. And I was reading a review about just that it is <laughs> fucking awesome. It is. It's so really what's, uh, nice. you know, like, what, what's your, what's, is that, was that just something like, ah, I, I want to do this, so I'm just going to make it, make it happen. I used to, I mean, it was actually, when, when Derek was starting, we used to go to my room, and I had, like, the worst turntable set and, like, uh, a piece of plywood they used for beer pong mm-hmm. as, like, a setup, and I just had it in my room, and we would write sketches and just mess on the t- turntables. And I was really... It was a really interesting time in my life because I was really into indie. I was really into, like, Suvian Stevens, all that yes. stuff. And I remixed that album as a... Just, I remixed one song. Can I have that? Uh, yes, absolutely. It's Come on, Feel the Illinois. Illinois. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I remixed it. 
and I got such a kick out of it. Um, a friend of mine it gave me a fruity. I, I remixed the whole thing on Fruity Loops oh, on the floor. Fruity I know I remixed yeah, it on Fruity, I, Loops. I fruity Loops. That's a crazy idea now because yeah. it was so basic. But um, I made an album just for fun called like uh, the younger I get, and it was all it was. It's the worst sounding thing ever. Like I did it all through like the the computer mic oh, on my yeah, laptop. Yeah, so I'm like yeah, singing yeah. into my screen. <laughs> um, like, but I, I I had been making music for like a, a long time, and um, this was the first one where I was like, you know, it's not. I'm gonna put it out there. The other ones were like I would just make them and put them out, and mm-hmm. like you know, my friends would hear them, and other people. I had like a small cult following, mostly because of MC Chris, mm-hmm. who was like a great, you know, like uh, yeah, awesome know MC. I mean, we I don't know. Do we we met, actually met him? I feel like maybe I met, I met him. him at UCB. You guys met him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I met him just yeah. He's yeah, he, cool dude, and and I I was doing stuff with him, but this one I was like, I need to just stop being afraid and just meld my love of like indie rock and mm-hmm. hip hop. So I was like, I'm just gonna do this album. And I'm gonna rap about the things I like and use guitars and rap about girls. What's funny, <laughs> what's funny about it is that my friend Cash, uh, like, uh, he said, oh, you should download um, Donald Glover's album. And he says it's such a weird thing because it's like, as a comedian, more often than that, you kind of got to be a little humble and a little self-deprecating. But as a rapper, you have to be kind of boastful. And like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, and he figures out how to pull off both. I try. Yeah, yeah I, it's a, it's a weird. And I, fa- I figured out. I think just like doing the album, like it's. If you if you say that, people will understand more. Like that's the thing. I was really scared to do it for a long time. It's just like people are just gonna be like, mm, Eddie Murphy tried the same thing. You know? <laughs> like, and like all these comedians or actors turn rappers or yeah. writers. But there's musicians. there's a more there's more self awareness in yours where it's like you know you you talk about if you just like if you stopped doing comedy you would be like what was like you had a couple lines about just like if like if I wasn't writing scripts with Tina Fey. Oh yeah, I would, I, I would probably it. I would killing it. Yeah, like that, that's what I try and say is like I have. I have lots of things. Yes. In, the, in the new, I'm, I have a freestyle coming out next week. Nice. I, I say um, basically, um, if I well, how do how do I put it? <laughs> I not like if I, I I don't even know how to I actually say it, but it's it's this idea of I love I you guys better be better than me because I'm doing <laughs> I'm doing three other jobs. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah exactly. I like which is like yeah, I, it, it is boastful and that stuff, and that's something that comes along with hip hop. But I try and make it um, relatable, which is interesting because it's this funny thing where I feel, you know, I try and give a voice to like indie kind of like, you know, uh, kids who like hip hop but don't feel it relates to them. And that's okay. Like, like that's the point of hip hop and rock is like sometimes yeah. hearing stuff that you wouldn't hear. And I feel as though like the people who hate me the most as a as a musician are the ones who are just like you can't rap about Tina Fey. Like, <laughs> you just can't. It's not rap music. But... Just because no one's done it yet. Yeah. Because yeah. no one had the opportunity <laughs> to do it. Yet. <laughs> well, um, so if we were to close out the show with one, can we play one of your songs at Absolutely. the end of the podcast? What what, what 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 one what one would you recommend that we close the show with? Um, actually, I want to pass it over to you. What's what do the you one? Uh, um, yes, I'm on top. It's like the second line in. Oh, oh, hero. Yeah, hero is a great, great track. Yeah, like I think that. I think that. I think that plays in very nicely to the Spider-Man to, true, to the yeah. Spider-Man talk. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you mind if that's the song? I like, would love that. I would yeah, be honest. It's very, it's very aggressive and very like uh, grandiose. And, and where can people? Is the album on iTunes? It's uh, it's actually at cul-de-sac dash album dot com. Okay. And you can just download the whole thing for free. You can listen to it for free, whatever you want. It's it's like I don't want any. Everybody should know like this is something that give to burn it for everybody. Do mm-hmm. whatever you want. I'm not. Worried about anybody stealing it? Like it's literally <laughs> no, steal it, please. Yeah, like, please steal it. It's free. 
Yeah, well, I mean, you were certainly, first of all, like, and, you know, I, people give me shit sometimes because they're like, how, how come you just, or just kiss your guest's ass? And it's like, no, I'm just nice to people because I like people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, like, why would you bring on somebody you hate? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, 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 Donald, you're a prick. Um, <laughs> hey, fucker. You like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Stuff? Why am I being attacked? But, uh, but, but, you know, honestly, like, you're such a nice dude and so fucking talented. And I think you're an excellent example to any young artist who is out there and like, I don't know what to do. Like, this whole thing of just like, just do it. And, you know, like, you wanted to make an album, so you made an album. You wanted to make sketches, so you made sketches. Like, you're a perfect example of what people should be doing if they care about something. So hopefully you know that that, that you know, like, that that is also a part of your imprint on the world as opposed to, like, the good comedy stuff that you're putting out there as well. Well, uh, and I want to say thank you to you guys just for having me on this podcast because uh, it is nice. legit, like, a nerd badge of honor. Like, it's just, like, I really, <laughs> like, oh, I was like, oh, I'll get to be on Nerdist. This is so awesome. Like, I was, like, reading Twitter. Like, people were like, you should have Donald on. I was like, I don't want to. I know, I yeah. Add on, but you, you should. I know. When, we, when we, were, we, were in, we were in Montreal together, we did the Montreal Comedy Festival at the same time, and I was kind of like approaching it slowly, like, so would you want to be? Because I never know if people are like, oh, God, I don't have time for a podcast. Are you serious? But, podcast, uh, sir, that's my bread and butter. But I was so, but I was, I was so glad. So uh, thank you again for coming on, Mr. Thank Donald Glover. Me. We did it. Uh, at Donald Glover on Twitter. Website? Website? Just Donald uh, Glover. At Mr. Donald Glover. Uh, oh, oh, at, oh, at Mr. Donald. It's at not Mr. at Donald Glover. Donald Glover is my dad. So <laughs> if you go, it literally. Um, but uh, the website, I am Donald. Okay, I am Donald, Donald and, and, and at Mr. Glo- uh, Donald Glover. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> guys, we got Mr. Donald Glover on before Twitter. Mary J. Blige. We gotta go. Okay, what? sorry guys, the Blige is playing. All right, <laughs> the, the end. Blige. The Blige. Let me hear you holler, bitch. Actor, writer, rapper. Nigga, I do all of it. Lactose tolerant, addicted to cheddar. And I spend it on a jacket, man. I don't know no better. Yeah, childish can be no, yeah, I'm fly as a feather. Yeah, my nigga be suburban, but my flow keep it ghetto. Keep my swagger for the roar, you can watch it develop. Ain't it funny in a year I went from different to special? Yeah, I got it together. Yeah, I took those chances. Labels on me like I might cause cancer. Yes, a nigga. She's 
They said me rapping was like MJ and baseball, but that would make me MJ. So motherfuck all of y'all tripping on this fame shit, drinking like a fucking fish. Listen to the next track. I be on that other shit. Yes, I sound weird, nigga. Take it as a compliment. Guess who's in the house and representing like a congressman? Anything I put my mind to, I accomplish it from writing scripts with Tina Fey to laying down the hardest shit. Who else is doing what I'm doing? No one. And I mean girls too. Intended no pun. I'm on the road, son. Busy like I'm bone thug. Comment left anonymous cause ain't nobody want none. She laying in my bed. She gotta be vicarious. Barf on the track. Be amazing and rap furious. Damn bloggers argue on whether or not I'm serious. It's not just Illmatic. Not Eddie Murphy's delirious. Got the limelight. You stupid. You think I'm sharing this. Showing up. Now leaving Nerdist.com.